Yo. Jimmy, how we doing? Matt Barry, we are back. We we had we took a little hiatus on the Trying Too Hard podcast, but we are back. Uh, you know, we got the first week of the NFL season. We watched Thursday as Kansas City rolled over Houston. Uh, I wasn't surprised about that. I don't know how you feel. No, absolutely. Um, I, I mean, I was I had even more excitement. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was a guy I love, you know, for fantasy purposes, but just to see him fold into that Chiefs offense, it makes them almost unbeatable. Uh, I saw a lot of the headlines were, do we just give the Chiefs the Super Bowl now? And it's it's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, he just he just fits so perfectly into the offense, uh, an offense that, that has a complete stack deck. I mean, you saw Watkins get involved, Ty, Tyree Kill was quiet in the first half, and then he ended up with a touchdown. Um, just a, an absolute complete team. Yeah, the, I mean, in that offense, good luck defending them because we didn't even see him, fit, uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, that is, fit into the passing game, really. Yeah, he's yeah. heavily known for that at LSU. So it'll be interesting going forward if the game plans change. So in the Trying Too Hard podcast, we are going to implement a new segment uh, that we are going to do every probably Friday or Saturday where we are going to pick three games against the spread with the way we're going to do this, the scoring wise, we are going to pick our most confident. And if we win on that, we'll get three points. Our second most confident game that we pick, we'll get two points. And our third most confident game that we'll pick, we'll get one point. So six points possible. Um, and we will mm-hmm. pick the spread uh, for each of those games. And we will keep a tally throughout the season. And at the end uh, of the season, we'll see who wins. Uh, Barry and I are going to talk about ours today. Uh, P Money, uh, you know, our stack guy, he's also going to have his picks uh, and we'll have his on our Instagram uh, later. But for now, Barry, if you want to lead us off with your three points, who's it going to be? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to take, you know, NFL fans to a familiar place of picking three point teams here because it's the Patriots minus seven against the Dolphins. Um, okay. I just think a lot of, you know, kind of I get I get Brady leaving kind of being an impetus to say, well, you know, the Patriots are in trouble in the East, this, that and the other. Um, I think Belichick is going to use this to motivate his team. People forget that defense, even though they had a couple guys opt out, was still top of the league. Um, And when you look at they lost that game to Miami to end the regular season, there's that extra motivation of a revenge game. Um, I think Miami is still building about two years away from where they want to be. You know, Tua Tungavailoa is the future quarterback, but I, I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be able to keep this game close. I look for Cam Newton to really settle in for the Patriot offense, but overall that defense is just stifling. Um, I'm taking the Pats minus seven because I think this will be a 17-3, 24-3 type Patriots win. Okay. You want to move on to your second, uh, your two-pointer? Oh, absolutely. So – um, for my two-pointer, I'm going with Philly against Washington. Um, if you can't sense the theme here, I, I like picking against teams that are presumable tankers by week nine. Um, I, I just I just don't like Washington this year. I think this offense on paper is one of the more te- uh, terrible offenses I've seen on paper going into an NFL season in a long time. Um, I have Philly challenging for the division. I understand it's a divisional game, so it's tough to pick the five-and-a-half Um they actually, Washington opened the season last year backdoor covering inside the last minute 
against right. Philly in the opening week. But that was also Case Keenum. Um, I don't yep, different that... different regime as well. Absolutely. I like Ron Rivera. I think he will turn them around. I just don't think they cover five and a half here. I, I don't think they have enough offensive firepower to keep up with Philly. Um, you know, we, we've talked about the disrespect that Carson Wentz gets. I think he has a big day. Uh, they, the Redskins haven't really upgraded that secondary enough to compete, you know, when, when you talk about a healthy Ertz back for mm-hmm. Philly. Um, no Alshon Jeffrey. No Alshon Jeffrey. That hurts, but I do think they'll, they'll have Rieger. So it'll be interesting to see how he fits into that offense. But I, I have Philly winning this game by at least two scores. Okay. And then on to your one-pointer. The one-pointer, I wanted to go more an interesting game. Um, just for me, it's, 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 it's a, again, against an offense I just really don't like. And, that, and that's a, against the Chicago Bears. I'm taking the Lions. Um, okay. I, I think the hot seat, you know, I don't know if there's a hotter seat in the NFL right now than Matt Patricia in Detroit. And I think they're going to respond this year. I think they'll be uh, a more competitive team than they've been in the last couple. And I got them the minus two and a half with a healthy Stafford. I know they won't have Galladay, but they still have Marvin Jones in that lineup. And the guy to watch in this game, I think, is going to be Hawkinson, the tight end. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know if they'll put up a ton of points because the Bears still have a great defense. But I just don't trust the Bears' offense to really get anything going. Um, I think Nagy's overrated as a play caller. And – you know, starting Mitchell Trubisky again, I think it's just malpractice of coaching. So uh, I'm going with Detroit to, I think, win this game by a touchdown. Okay. So just as a review, you got New England minus seven as your three-point play. You have uh, the Eagles minus five and a half as your two-point play. And Detroit minus two and a half as your one-point play. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, Jim, let's, let's hear uh, – your three-point play here. All right, so I'm going to lead uh, the season off with six points right off the bat because I'm confident in all three. Uh, <laughs> actually, no, I'm kidding. Uh, act, to be honest, the first week with this is probably going to be the most difficult. Uh, these, you know, these teams, they didn't have any preseason. Yeah. Um, they had a very short mini camp. Things were obviously completely out of whack. Uh, teams, uh, I think some teams are going to take a while to, to really get in sync. Um, so I, I actually found this to be pretty difficult, but my three point play, I am going to go with, uh, Carolina, uh, Carolina's home against Las Vegas minus three. I think, um, Carolina's offense has the potential to, to score a lot of points. Uh, I love the addition of Robbie Anderson. Teddy Bridgewater is an absolute professional. Um, you got to figure Christian McCaffrey is going to find the end zone. Uh, and, and rack up a, a ton of yards. So I really like Carolina at home against Las Vegas, um, uh, minus three as well, my three-point play. Let me ask you this now. You have um, – you're taking Carolina here. Uh, uh, do you, so you like them to win this game outright? Uh, I do. I do. So the three points uh, – I'm getting three points already. So I, I yeah. like Carolina to win it outright. Okay. Wow. The, okay. the new uh, the Matt Rule regime, according to Jimmy, is going to start with a nice win, at, even though they're three point dogs here. Yep, I'm taking a dog there for home home dogs. I, I'm a big fan of. Uh, my two point play. Uh, I'm going to go with you, Barry. Uh, I'm going to take Detroit minus two and a half against Chicago. I think Matt Stafford has the tendency to come out firing. Um, I, I thought Kenny Kenny Galladay was still questionable, but I'm hearing now that he's doubtful. That that hurts. I almost went changed that to my one pointer, but I'm going to stick with Detroit. 
Um, they uh, are in, it's in Detroit, so they're home. Um, and I'm going to swallow the two and a half points and take Detroit as my two point play. Okay. And moving on to my one pointer, uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Indianapolis, giving up eight and a half against Jacksonville. I, I, I Philip Rivers first game, but I, I love the offensive line. I love the addition of, of the draft pick Jonathan Taylor to go along with Marlon Mack. T.Y. Hilton still on the outside. Um, uh, just the really solid up front offensive line and defensive line. Uh, this is this is going to be this. I, I think this has a potential to be a blowout. Uh, I could see. Um, I, I can see Indianapolis winning by two or three scores here. So that's going to be my one point play. Um, I like that one. Yeah. So that, so just in review, I like Carolina minus three or uh, getting three against Las Vegas. I like Detroit minus two and a half against Chicago as my two point play. And I like Indianapolis swallowing the eight and a half against Jacksonville as my one point play. Uh, we will get uh, P Money's picks uh, later on today, and we'll post this on our Instagram. But we haven't done an episode in a while, so I figured we could go through the games that we haven't really touched on, Barry. Yeah, so, hey, sounds great to me. I, I'd love to. I mean, I just want to start with your your one pointer there, um, as far as what a, you know for Jacksonville. They're they're the odds-on favorite to end up with Lawrence, the you know the overall number one pick, Trevor Lawrence, the QB for Clemson. So um, this is a team that is in complete disarray. They release Fournette. You know, they haven't held on to one of their first-round picks in the last couple of years when you look at Bortles, Fournette, Ramsey. Um, so it is a team that's just completely in disarray. I, I think, it, you know, they would have been my fourth choice as a pick. I just don't know right. if I trust Phil, Phil Rivers to put up a high volume of points in that game. Uh, eight and a half is just a lot for a guy, a new quarterback in that offense and a rookie running back, presumably at least getting half the touches here. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Um, I, I see it as a blowout. Uh, I almost wanted to um, move up on that with uh, as far as my point system. Um, moving on to another game, I, I think uh, Baltimore-Cleveland might be one of the more intriguing games of the week. Uh, Cleveland has a lot to prove this year and they are going up against probably, uh, the best team or second best team in the league. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what, um, how, how the Ravens recover from that playoff game. I don't know if that's been enough of a story. They kind of got shut down in that playoff game. So what they show in that week one, um, matchup with the Browns will go a long way, especially in that NFC, AFC North. So, um, I'm looking forward to that. I, I don't know. I still don't. I'm still not big on Baker Mayfield. I don't think they're going to be a um, one of those teams that really contends this year. But at that line, it was tough to t- touch that game. It would be one of my. Yeah, me as well. Yeah, that I, I saw that at seven and a half Baltimore um, favorite in that game, obviously. Um, I didn't. I don't think I would touch that. I think Cleveland has the possibility of covering, but I could also see Baltimore putting up 45 points. You know, um, how about the Bills and the Jets? It's uh, Bills are favored by six and a half. Yeah, I, I like the Bills to win this game. It's just Bills Jets games are always weird. Yeah, um, they they I, just always go very different to the script. They they're mostly defensive games. I don't think this game will be any different. 
Bills have slightly more offensive firepower. I think they're the overall better team. But to touch this game um, would be very tough. The thing I would look at for this game would be the under. I, I think the under hits here. I, I just don't trust either offense to put on a display, especially the Jets offense. Um, I know Mims just had another hamstring. Yep, Denzel so Mims will be out. So I, I, I don't know if Sam Darnold is going to be throwing to me or you on uh, <laughs> you know Sunday, but uh, we're getting pretty close to that point if he's not. Yeah, yeah. The Jets have uh, been pretty decimated at the wide receiver position, uh, a position that they really didn't address besides drafting Mims in the, in the offseason where I really felt that they should have um, to give Darnold some, some more well, weapons. Jim, I, I gotta, I gotta ask, man, because you, you had uh, Allen up there in your tiers. Now, for me, yeah. Allen, oh, I think, I think Buffalo is going to be a 10-11 win team, and I think they're going to get their first win uh, this week against the Jets. Um, I, I absolutely think uh, Buffalo is primed to to win maybe 11 games and be uh, the class of the AFC East. Um, I, I know it's tough. I know people really love uh, New England still bringing in Cam. And having Bill Belichick on the sidelines, of course, um, yeah. I, I, I just think a lot of key players uh, decided to sit out this season, and I think that may hurt them. Um, not to say that I, I can't see New England making a push for a wild card spot, but I think Buffalo will have this division wrapped up um, pretty early on. Um, we didn't talk about Seattle, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, they have Seattle as a two-and-a-half favorite. This, to me, is almost a pick-em game because uh, yeah. I think Atlanta can be tough. Their offense is explosive. Um, Todd Gurley uh, as uh, the new addition. Calvin Ridley, obviously Julio Jones. Uh, and, and Seattle, you got to account for Russell Wilson at all times. Um, this is going to be one of the best games of the weekend. I, I just, I'm always fascinated to see how far Russell Wilson carries the Seahawks. Um, they won 11 one-score games last year. A lot of people, including myself, don't think that doesn't think that that trend will continue. Um, but this game's fascinating. I think you're you're looking at two franchises that were, you know, you were talking about Atlanta and Seattle. They used to be contenders for. They went through a couple-year stretch where you were talking about uh, Seahawks going to the Super Bowl. Uh, Atlanta had gone to Super Bowl. Seattle actually had won one. Um, and and now these teams, you know, I, I don't think either one you look at as even, a, as I would say, a top three contender in the NFC at this point and where they go for the season. I, I, the loser of this game for me is really looking behind the eight ball, given the divisions they're in. Oh, I agree. It's the, they're both in two extremely tough divisions. Um, you know, at West, uh, every team, I think, is going to compete for a playoff spot at, at some point um, be in contention. Um, I, I, I will, I'll say I, I like Seattle to win this game, uh, but I would never, I'm not touching it cause I could see it go either way. Yeah. I, I think my pick, if I were to give one out on this game would be the Seattle money line. I know they're minus two and a half. So it, it's, um, you're looking at like a minus minus one sixty on the money line, but it, that, that would be my choice here. I think Russell Wilson does enough to win the game. I just don't know. Um, I don't trust that two and a half where they, they maybe win the game by one on, like, a last-second field goal. Um, I, I don't like either team long-term for the season is the problem. So I can't see them coming out firing in week one. The thing I would watch for um, in this game, I like to see if, what they do with Hayden Hurst in Atlanta. Um, Hooper last year was 
you know, was very good for Atlanta. And I'm curious to see if they're able to integrate another tight end into that role and if he has a big season for them. Oh, if he has a big season for them, Atlanta uh, could could make some noise in a, in a division where they're almost being written off with the likes of New Orleans and all the additions Tampa has. Um, uh, Atlanta could be a very sneaky good team this year. Yeah, and um, I actually I, I want to jump to if we can to that New Orleans Tampa game because I sure. you got to think that is if not the game of the week it, it is oh, up yeah. there. Um, I'm excited personally. You know Tom Brady's first game in Tampa is going to draw headlines, but the matchup of these two teams it, it, it's you know this is for me part of the class of the NFC. Um, you know it's it's my Super Bowl pick in the NFC. The Saints. I know you you really like the Bucks this season. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, so the 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 line is three and a half in New Orleans' favor. Um, I see it's going to be a great game. I, I I see Tampa Bay losing, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's a field goal late, something along those lines. I I, I wouldn't touch this spread. I love the game. I can't wait. It's definitely, obviously, besides the Giants game Monday night, this is the game I'm most looking forward to. The the over is the bet here. Um, I, I don't. I think the Saints have the better defense here, but both offenses are ridiculous. Um, I don't know. We don't know at this point if Evans going to play. That looks like it's a game time decision right now. Um, but even with just the weapons they have, they added Fournette. They they like Ronald Jones, who will be a much better back with that passing game. Yeah. Um, you know. You got Godwin on the outside now. They have the the slew of tight ends with you know Howard, Barrett, and now Gronk. So it, this is a ridiculous offensive monstrous offensive. Yeah, just a uh, lot, lot lot of points could be scored there. I I like the idea of picking the over there. Um, how about Cincinnati against uh, the Chargers? Uh, Joe Burrow's first game. Uh, I I probably like the Chargers to win. I contemplated putting this. In one of my picks, uh, Chargers are favored by three, um, but I, I just couldn't pull the trigger with Cincinnati. I, I think, um, you know, this is a team that Joe Burrow is inheriting that that is going to struggle this year. There, there's just no doubt in my mind they'll struggle. I think they're going to struggle, but I, I've, I've said this. I like Joe Burrow to be a good pro quarterback. I, I don't think they'll, you know, like I said, they're not going to make so much noise this year, but – I think we'll see a good game from him. And I think that, and I think Vegas sees it too the, with the three. Cause if this, if this is last year with Dalton at QB, this spreads at probably at least eight, if not nine. Um, I think Burrow's going to be able to move them. Um, if there's ever been a more bad, you know, everyone gets injuries, but if there's ever been a more bad luck team than the Chargers, I'd really like to get pointed in that direction. To lose Derwin uh, James again. Derwin James again. That's you tough. Know, I, if there's a guy I want to come back for the 2021 season and just be an all pro, it's him, uh, you know, back to back seasons like that. He tears the meniscus in the other knee now. Um, just absolutely brutal. I, I've actually grown a real uh, appreciation for Anthony Lynn as a head coach from hard knocks. So, yeah. I, you know, I, I really, I think the chargers um, again, they're in that West with the Chiefs, So they're, they're going to be in trouble as far as trying to make a playoff push, but I do like them to win this game. I think it'll be closer. I would take the Chargers minus three if, if I had to pick something in this game. But I think I think that Vegas sees this as well. Burrow's going to make this offense move despite what up front could be a mess um, in front of him. But they still do have weapons. You, know, you, got, you still have Green out there on the outside. I think he's going to make a, 
a bigger push this season to yeah. have people remember that he was considered a top five receiver at one point. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, and Tyler Boyd really, um, at, for a horrible team last year, he, he put up numbers, Tyler Boyd. He, he was a good player to have on your fantasy team. Um, and Joe Mixon is a stud. They just, every other position that they really lack the offensive line struggles, their defense, um, that the defense will, will struggle, no doubt. Um, so it, Cincinnati uh, is a couple years away from making noise. Uh, but another great matchup is San Francisco against Arizona. The line is San Francisco minus seven. Uh, I, I wouldn't touch this game at all. I'm so excited to see Arizona and Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins and Kenyon Drake. Uh, this, this Arizona has the potential to be a, a team who, who can double their wins from last year. Yeah, I mean, that, that's an exciting game to look for. How does San Fran respond? We know the story with Super Bowl losers coming back the next year. Um, typically, it's a struggle to come back and especially get back to the bowl. But this is a team that's still loaded. Um, it, I, I do like I, – if I had to pick, I would go San Fran with the minus seven simply because I still don't think Arizona's defense is completely there to compete with a team like this. Um, right. Buda Baker is very good at the back end. I'm yeah. excited to see what they do with Simmons as far as playing around. He's the most versatile defender that was in yeah. the draft. But I just don't think when you look at what San Fran can bring, especially with Kittle and the way they work that zone running scheme uh, with Shanahan, it's going to be next to impossible for that uh, Arizona front to really keep up. I, I look for them to dominate time of possession and end up winning this game by two scores. Uh, I would tend to agree with you, but I, I'm excited to see – uh, the, the performance Arizona uh, comes with. Uh, then we go to the Sunday night game, Dallas minus two against the Rams. Uh, another game that I, I, I don't want to touch. Um, I could see it going either way. I think Dallas probably is the more talented team, but you know, they're going up uh, against a defense that still features Aaron Donald, uh, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I, I, I like Jared Goff as a quarterback. I really do. Um, and the weapons are all there and healthy. Robert Woods, uh, Cooper Cup, uh, Everett, and the tight end. I, I think they could be a, still a very compete, uh, a team that could really compete. Um, if I had to pick, I probably would say Dallas will cover. Yeah, I, I, I like this game. I'm excited for it for a couple of reasons. Um, going back the last couple of years, they've, they've managed to play each other the last two years. Two years ago on the divisional round, Dallas travels to Los Angeles, kind of banged up and they get the ball rammed down their throat. Um, then they come back the next season in Dallas, and they just laid the hammer on the Rams. Now the Rams are also banged up in that game. So it, it'll be fascinating to see um, which mentality takes hold. Uh, the big thing for me that I'm watching for is can Sean McVay get his running scheme back going? Um, they were waiting for Gurley. It didn't happen. There's a lot of excitement around Cam Akers. This is a tough Dallas front seven, and, they, and they've managed to get better with it. Uh, with their offseason and also um, adding a corner on the outside. So their defense should take a step up. But to slow down a McVay scheme, it'll be interesting, especially they're not going to forget the way they got pounded the year before. So um, for me, I'm going to take Dallas as well to cover the minus two, but only because I think this will end up like a three-point game. I I think they're really going to – Los Angeles is going to come ready to play. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a pretty evenly matched, uh, two evenly matched teams. Uh, so the, our picks uh, that we are going to do are our po- potential six points um, 
that that we're shooting for. We're going to stick only with the Sunday games um, throughout the season, but but we could talk about the Monday night games. Uh, our team, the Giants, are six point dogs against uh, Pittsburgh, but it's in the Meadowlands. Um, uh, I would love to see Daniel Jones have a good game. I would love to see Saquon score twice, um, have over a hundred yards. I'd love to see the uh, uh, Sterling Shepard get get a you know eight to ten receptions, uh, and, and the Giants' defense to not get completely torched. Yeah, I, I think this is um, not that the, I think the Steelers are a Super Bowl contender at this point, but for the Giants personally. This is one of the first week one matchups that I, I would have circled for them. Um, you you go out and improve the offensive line. It's going to be a new group. They announced they're going to start Gates at center. Um, they're going to have yeah. Thomas at the at the tackle. So you're talking about at least two new starters along that offensive line. And you have T.J. Watt and the Steelers front seven, which is arguably the best in football coming in. It, it, it's a really tough matchup. Um, I'm I'm already calling a pre mulligan on the Giants' offensive line before this game. Uh, I think as the season goes on, we'll see them get better. But I'm not going to judge them too heavily across this game. Uh, I think the Steelers will will likely end up covering. But what Daniel Jones and how he handles this game, which I think, you know, maybe the Ravens would be the other game. But for me, the toughest game as far as facing a pass rush is going to be this game. So his improvements with holding on to the ball. You know, not not fumbling. Um, it, it'll be really interesting to watch. I I do. I am curious if the Giants are able to get a pass rush on Big Ben. They've already ruled out a couple of the offensive linemen there for the Steelers. So, um, if that Giants pass rush is to improve, this would be a game where we should see it because the Steelers are going to be missing some key guys on their offensive line. But yeah, the, I have the Steelers covering here. Okay. Yeah, I, I would tend to agree. I, I hope not, but. Uh, I, I that that pass rush and uh, the Giants' offensive line just uh, they didn't have a preseason to really start to gel. So this is going to be a game where, I, I, like you said, I'm not going to totally judge the Giants' offensive line performance uh, wholeheartedly this week one against this Pittsburgh team. Uh, and then the last game of the week is uh, Denver against Tennessee Titans in in Denver, I believe. Uh, yes, and it's minus three Tennessee. Uh, it, it, for the, for Denver, a lot of people are picking Denver to have a good year. Um, I, I personally don't see it, especially now with Von Miller being out for the season. I think that really takes the sail out of their boat a little bit. Um, it's 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 that's a heartbreaking loss. That's the leader of their team. Um, I, I like Tennessee probably to roll in this game. I, I think Derrick Henry probably has 125 plus yards, a couple scores. Uh, I'm interested to see uh, if Ryan Tannehill is, is worth the money that he got. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I agree with you. I couldn't agree more. The the thing I know we're not doing picks for the Monday nights. My my thing to watch in this game. You Cortland Sutton went down. We'll see if he plays. If he doesn't go, Jerry Judy, welcome to the NFL. Because yeah. you're going to get a Dory Jackson on the outside, and, and that matchup would be awesome. Um, the best route runner from this draft class, you know, he's the presumable number one guy when, when all the rankings initially came out. I know people argue C.D. Lamb or Ruggs, but he was the number one guy coming out. So to see him have to go up against one of the better and faster corners of the league, does his route running win out? Um, I, I do like Denver to be more competitive than people think. I know Von Miller's out, but I think they'll still be a good defense and pass rush. Um, 
But what Drew Locke does in this game will also be fun to watch. Personally, for me, I mean, you'd have to pick the Titans, but um, I, I would really love to see that Jerry Judy, Adore Jackson matchup. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see a lot of these receivers. I'm interesting to see uh, how Ruggs plays for Las Vegas. Um, you know, you got Justin Jefferson um, that kind of filled that void that uh, for the Vikings that when they lost Stefan Diggs and, and then Judy, the best route runner. It's going to be very interesting to see. Um, but so to just go over a uh, review of our picks, Matt Berry is going for his three point play, New England minus seven. Mm-hmm. You got Philly minus five and a half against Washington as your two point play. And Detroit minus two and a half uh, as your one point play. Sounds like six to, points. <laughs> I am going to go with my three point play, Carolina covering against Las Vegas, who's favored by three. My two point play will be Detroit minus two and a half as well. We agree on that. And then my one point play will Indianapolis will cover eight and a half against Jacksonville. And we, uh, this is going to be something fun. I, I, I'm looking forward to do this every week. Uh, we'll keep track of our points throughout the year. We'll, we'll keep standings. We'll get P Money's pick in a little while. Uh, and we, and if anybody wants to throw in what they think, if you agree, if you disagree, if you think we should have went heavier uh, on a different game, please, uh, don't, uh, you know, throw out your suggestions. We'd love to hear them. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I don't, I don't know how you can argue. I don't think there's. Uh, I think we got six points both ways here. So, you know, you, you think you got a pick? Definitely throw it in the comments and let's see. Yeah, absolutely, guys. We look forward to doing this every week. Uh, this has been another episode of the Trying Too Hard podcast, and we will be back. Thanks, guys.